This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency formerly known as FLM Harvest. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. The Environmental Protection Agency is unveiling a plan to reduce PFAS, or so-called forever chemicals, contamination across the U.S. EPA Administrator Michael Regan says the agency is launching a new national testing strategy requiring PFOS manufacturers to provide toxicity data and information on categories of chemicals. This strategy will leverage EPA's existing authority to take bold action to restrict chemicals from entering the land, the air, the water, and land at all levels that are harmful to public health and the environment. The overall plan focuses on boosting research investments, stopping PFOS chemicals from entering the environment, and speeding up cleanup efforts of contaminated sites. The plan stems from EPA's Council on PFOS Analysis that was established in April 2021. Read more of Steve Davies' story at agripulse.com. Crop prices may be higher than the last few years, but input prices like fertilizer are rising too. Soy Transportation Coalition Executive Director Mike Steenhook says there are several reasons for the increases. Securing your needed supplies will become more elusive, um, but some of these supply chain challenges are, are certainly impacting that. You know, there's other you know, culprits like um, some, of these, some of these countries that produce a lot of the fertilizer inputs, they're suspending production of that or significantly curtailing it. We have some trade disputes with some of our some of the countries that provide a lot of fertilizer as well. He says natural gas and energy prices are also going up, contributing further to the input increases. Which impacts the ability to produce fertilizer in an economical fashion. So there's a number of these things that are all converging to make you know, fertilizer more expensive and less accessible. But these supply chain challenges are certainly contributing to it as well. Steenhuck expects overall supply chain disruptions to last well into next year. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients, formerly known as FLM Harvest. Learn more online at curiousplot.agency. An ag leader is urging government officials to follow science when it comes to agricultural production. AgriPulse's Spencer Chase has more. A crop protection industry leader hopes a science-first approach from the Biden administration can also be extended to critical ag inputs. Chris Novak is the president and CEO of CropLife America. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Open Mic, he says President Joe Biden's science over fiction campaign talking point was encouraging. Now, that said, I think that you know his focus there was on public health and vaccinations and uh, the importance of utilizing science to drive uh, our COVID policy. And at the same time, you know, our, our challenge to the Biden administration and our request to the Biden administration has been... Um, if you truly have that commitment to science, then you have to utilize that same scientific approach as you are evaluating pesticide products. But he says an August decision to ban chlorpyrifos use on food crops runs counter to that ethos. He says previous indications led crop life to believe some limited uses would remain allowed. Chlorpyrifos uh, had had its own plank in the Democratic uh, uh, National National Committee's platform. Uh, calling for the removal of that product. And I think at the end of the day, EPA's action simply was reflective of that political pressure rather than listening to, you know, what are the career scientists telling us? 
And that's, that's unfortunate uh, and certainly is a conversation that we will continue to have uh, with this administration. There's more from Novak in this week's Open Mic on agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase. Longtime leader of the Organic Trade Association, Laura Batcha, will be leaving the group in the spring. In a statement, Batcha says she is, quote, confident that the next person we select to lead this organization is going to bring a new outlook, fresh ideas, and a dedication to moving organic forward, end quote. Batcha has worked for OTA since 2008 and became CEO in 2014. The organization has hired consulting firm Corn Ferry to lead its search and has asked interested parties to submit applications by November 29th. Read more of Spencer Chase's story, as well as the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nullin.